Right, good morning. Uh, you are listening to Our Senior Moments, a podcast that we talk about topics that are important to senior adults. Uh, today's guest is Julie Smith. Uh, she is an account executive with Emeticis uh, Hospice. Uh, not hospice. I used to, <laughs> I used to work with Emeticis Hospice, <laughs> and that's where I originally met Julie. Yeah. But Julie is with uh, the Home Health Care Division of Emeticis. And we're here talking about uh, home health care services. Yeah. Julie, thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's I see Julie just on and off <laughs> through Huntsville and uh, through different events that go on. Um, but we are here. Home health care service is an important service that senior adults in, receive. Tell us a little bit about the different services that home health care provides. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of people probably are familiar with home health. Uh, You know, maybe their loved one has discharged from the hospital, they've had a broken hip or had a surgery, and they've gone home with physical therapy. So that's a lot of what comes to mind when you think of home health care. But under the Medicare benefit, uh, home health care encompasses, yes, physical therapy, occupational therapy, uh, speech therapy, as well as skilled nursing services. And so there are a variety of these health care services. They're, they're, they have to be medical services. There has to be a skill involved of why we're in the home. But all of those home health care services are, are what we usually see patients for each day. Uh, and what, do, what qualifies someone for, you know, it's kind of going to that a little deeper, the yeah. qualifications for someone receiving home health care service, like physical therapy? Sure. There's really three qualifications. And the first one is, like I just mentioned, there has to be a skilled need. So there has to be a reason for the physical therapy or a reason for the skilled nursing visits, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on medically with the patient. So that's the first requirement is there has to be a need. Secondly, the patient has to be homebound. And that's probably been uh, the most confusing during the last two years, even with COVID, because Medicare expanded the definition of homebound. But uh, so, so really, that definition still stands. So I want to kind of talk about both. But so the original Medicare definition of, of homebound status to, to be able to qualify for home health, it just means that it's a taxing effort for you to leave the home. Um, you can still, you're still allowed to go to church. You can still go to your doctor. You can go to the grocery store occasionally, go to the hairdresser maybe, Um, but you're not leaving the home every day. You're certainly not working a job, um, but it's a taxing effort for you to leave the home. Maybe you go with a walker with you or you have a caregiver on your side. And so that is the old and really the the guidelines that we look at even still. But during COVID, they looked at it and said, if you are at risk for contracting COVID-19, then you could be homebound. And so really that applied to everyone. And so it's been kind of interesting during the last two years, pretty much it's been easier than ever before to qualify for home health because of the COVID-19, you know, kind of change there. But we really still like to look at that original guideline and definition because really your doctor and Medicare, if you can make it to like an outpatient therapy program to go and drive yourself or or have a caregiver drive you to outpatient therapy, in the long run, that's really going to be better for the patient because they get up, they get dressed, they get showered, they, they get out. Um, but so we look at, is it a taxing effort for you to leave the home? So that's the second big qualification. The third qualification under Medicare is that you've had to see your doctor within 90 days. 
um, because for, um, you know, for home health, you have to have a doctor's order. And so if you've been in the hospital, that hospital visit counts. If you've been, you know, in a rehab setting, that usually counts. But if you are just in the community and, and you haven't been to the hospital recently or to the ER and, and you want to qualify for home health, you have to have seen your doctor within 90 days. Yeah. And they call that under Medicare a face-to-face. So you have to have a face-to-face with your doctor, not a telehealth visit over the telephone. It can be a telehealth visit through video chat. Um, but so those are the three things you have to have the skilled need, the homebound status and the face to face with your doctor. Yeah. And I was thinking that, you know, once someone is on services, they do the, they have to show improvement. Is that right? Is, is there something about the improvement in order to maintain that? So there is a recertification period. Medicare will allow us to go in for what's called an episode of about two months. And so nearing the end of that two months, we have to recertify the patient. And so we basically go in and do a reevaluation. And, you know, our therapist will look at, have you plateaued on your, you know, with your therapy? Have you reached your goals already? You know, is it appropriate to discharge you at this time? Some patients, even before the eight, eight week mark have already been discharged. They've met their goals. They've reached their, mm-hmm. their, you know, their maximum, you know, whatever's going on. Um, but if, you know, if our nurse or therapist reevaluate them at that two month mark and see that they still could benefit from home health, they still qualify for home health, then we can continue with another episode of another two months. Mm-hmm. Um, so some patients have, you know, have home health for, you know, several episodes like Uh that. But generally speaking, though, home health under Medicare is meant to be short term. Now, let's talk about that, because home health care services are covered by Medicare. Mm -hmm. And can you address that a little bit? And usually there are no additional charges for the, the patient's when it's covered through Medicare, is yeah, that correct? Yeah, and, you know, in terms of, like, traditional Medicare, um, there's no copay. There's no out-of-pocket expense. It's 100% covered um, under Medicare. Now, when you get into some of the private insurances and a few of the Medicare Advantage plans, sometimes there may be a few differences on what is covered and, and possibly a um, preauthorization period or something like that. And, of course, with a lot of our private insurances, there is a copay. And so um, that is something, of course, we discuss with all of our patients before we actually admit them to service so they know if there's an out-of-pocket expense. But in terms of traditional Medicare, which is the bulk of the patients that we serve at Emeticis, uh, there's absolutely no out-of-pocket or copay, which is really nice. You know, it's a service that, uh, you know, you you deserve and, and you don't have to pay for it. Is there a particular service that y'all do more of? I mean, as far, you know, when you do home health care for Medicare patients, like physical therapy, speech therapy, is there one that y'all end up doing more than others? We probably do physical therapy and skilled nursing the most. And so uh, physical therapy can be a standalone service and the patient can have just physical therapy without any other services. Uh, Same for nursing. Um, Speech therapy is a standalone service. Um, We probably don't see as many speech therapy referrals as we do PT and nursing. Um, Occupational therapy is not a standalone service. And so usually that is a company, the physical therapy or skilled nursing um, to do the occupational therapy. Yeah, what is, when you say skilled nursing, can you kind of 
Be more specific. Sure. What does that really mean, skilled nursing? Yeah. So a lot of people equate that to, um, oh, I must have a wound. And that is certainly a big part of what we do is wound care. So let's say you've had a surgery, you have an incision, something like that. That would qualify you for a nurse visit each each week. Usually it's mm-hmm. once a week uh, for that nurse to you know look at that incision, do any sort of wound care if needed. Uh, we have patients that may develop um, you know skin breakdown from mm-hmm. like what people may call a bed sore. Um, that would be a wound care visit under a skilled nurse. But there's so much more to skilled nursing. And so one of the things that I see a lot of is um, medication management. You know, if you are an aging adult and your doctor prescribes you a new medication or makes a change to your medication, even at a routine doctor's appointment, that could qualify you for um, home health if you qualify for the homebound status as well as, you know, you've seen your doctor, your doctor makes a change in your medicine and in your, in your homebound, that's the three things right there to make you qualified. And so Medicare will allow a nurse to come in once a week to help you manage that new medication, um, teach you about that, uh, properly taking that medication, making sure that you're not having any adverse side effects. And, um, and that's 100% covered under Medicare to have a nurse just come out and help tra- train and teach you about this new medication because, you know, the doctor's not going to do that and come to your home and make sure that you've got it set up correctly in your pillbox. Um, so medication management is a big one. And then the other one is just training and teaching about disease process management. I mean, think about this. What if you're diagnosed, newly diagnosed with diabetes uh, at a regular doctor's visit or through the hospital? Now, wow, your life has changed. You know, your diet has to change, your activity, uh, your medication, um, you know, journaling and tracking symptoms and medication. A lot has changed. And so Medicare will uh, have a skilled nurse come in and teach you how to do those things, train you and educate you about your disease. And that's usually, again, a once a week visit. So things like that all fall under skilled nursing, which is not remarkable. Yeah. You know, I never would have thought about medication management or just education mm-hmm. Because, I mean, diabetes leads to so many other health issues. So having that training about that could be great. And that also opens it up to a lot of people who probably didn't think they might ever qualify for health care to have that opportunity. So if someone's listening, if you have a friend that's had some changes in their medications or were newly diagnosed, that may be something for them to consider that they may be eligible for this service for a, a nurse to come out and really talk to them. About yeah, and that. one of the unique things that we have at Emeticis is we contract with a dietitian. And so we can bring in our dietitian to help create meal plans and a diet for someone that's newly diagnosed with diabetes. That's a huge value that you get under that actually would fall under the home health benefit because we we have that. Now, that's unique to a medicine. You may not find that at other um, home health companies, but we think it's important. And that's one of the reasons why we brought in this contracted dietitian. Um, and, you know, that's just one of the programs, diabetes program. We have a program for congestive heart failure. We have a program for COPD. And so there's a lot of different programs like, like that for teaching and education that the general public may not think of as a tool to use for home health. And so it's, it's a great advantage for a family caregiver, um, especially when you think about those that are caring for someone with Alzheimer's and dementia. That's an area that we can certainly help with as well for teaching and education that can be really, really beneficial for a family caregiver that's struggling. 
Yeah, and you said that one of the unique things about Amedis is that y'all have a psychiatric uh, service. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, so it's called behavioral health uh, nursing. So it is a nurse. It's it's an RN, but this is an RN that's been certified through Medicare to provide psychiatric nursing. So uh, it is a specific program for specific diagnoses. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have um, patients that have depression, um, anxiety, PTSD, uh, bipolar, schizophrenia, those are the type of diagnoses that we see common under our behavioral health nursing. And then also Alzheimer's, dementia with behaviors that, that I just touched on. That's another big one that we see. And so, again, it is a nurse. And so if there's any other things going on, diabetes or wound care, that same nurse can do those things, too. It's not like you got to have a second nurse to do the other things. So the nurse can handle any of the other things going on, but then specifically can address uh, either the the mental health concerns with those diagnoses that are um, related to, like I said, anxiety, depression, or the dementia. It's a teaching program for that caregiver, and so teaching coping skills for the patient, teaching um, you know behaviors and and how to monitor that, and and then medication management is huge because most individuals in this program are on medications that could cause sometimes worse <laughs> side effects. <laughs> and so so that's another thing that the, the behavioral health nurse focuses on is managing the medication and making sure we're, you know, a, a tracking side effects and, and triggers for behaviors and things like that. Um, that is definitely a unique program for a medicist, but it is 100% covered under Medicare. Um, I will say not all insurances do cover that. And so mm-hmm. under traditional Medicare, it is covered. Yeah, and you all talk about when you go into homes, you, you talk about if there are going to be any charges sure. to you know, patients and their families, you know, uh, up front to Absolutely. make sure there are no surprises. Yeah. Know. And we really don't do private pay. And so I've had, you know, patients say, families, well, can I just pay to have an, that nurse visit? And that's really not, you know, what we what we generally do. We, we pretty much like to stick to our insurance uh, patients, and most of those are Medicare. Yeah. Well, Julie... Tell us, we're about to, to finish up. Is there anything you want to share before we end up that, that you just feel like people need to know or you think may be unique to Metis's? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, I'm in the community as the community educator all the time. I'm speaking at churches and senior centers. And, you know, the main thing that I want to get across to individuals is, you know, if you have questions about home health, um, let us know because you may qualify or your friend or neighbor may qualify. You don't have to have gone to the hospital. That's not required, uh, especially for that teaching component that we just mentioned, uh, for that behavioral health psych nursing. Uh, most people don't realize about that. Um, one of the other programs we have is for fall reduction. That's a huge issue with aging adults, and fall reduction can definitely affect a senior's quality of life as well as the family that's caring for them. Um, with our program, our patients get that free fall pendant, you know, that you can push if, if you have a fall, but also our pendant has the built-in uh, fall detection. You don't even have to push the button. That Our patients get that for free for 120 days. That's extremely unique, and that's kind of a good way to try before you buy it. Um, but there are a number of things like that that I'd love to share with folks if they want to know more about a medicine's home health or about home health in general. You know, not all patients are a good fit for us. Uh, we would love to take care of you if we can. And I, I, I try to do my best to point people in other directions if we're not the best fit. Um, but I'd love to answer questions and just, you know, be able to provide that education. Yeah. Well, Julie is extremely knowledgeable. I 
I've known her for several years, and I know that you could trust what she has to say. Julie, what, if they wanted to get in touch with you, what number? Do you have a number they can Yeah, call? I mean, I'm happy to share my cell phone number. That's 256-503-7857. Um, Emeticis is A-M-E-D-I-S-Y-S. People misspell it all the time. It looks like Amadeus. Um, but it, it originated from a, a medical system is, mm-hmm. is how that all came about. It's a terrible name, though. <laughs> I'll tell you, when I worked there, I, I think I misspelled it even yeah. when I worked there. Yeah. But my email is julie.smith at emeticist.com, but most people don't spell it right. But uh, you're welcome to call me, 256-503-7857. Uh, well, Julie, thanks for being with us thanks today. Thanks for having it's me. It's good to see you. And you have been listening to Al Senior Moments, a podcast focusing on what's important to senior adults. And the program is sponsored by Medicare Strategies. Uh, when you need local, personal Medicare insurance uh, support, uh, contact Medicare Strategies at 256-425-8614. Thanks for listening and have a great day.